Hey everybody, this is Flavio Romeo, and this is episode 51 of the Hawthorne Towncast, and we are quickly coming to the end of the year. There's one episode left this year, uh, and and Christmas is this coming Saturday, so if you have not finished your shopping, I encourage you guys to shop local. There are some great stores here in Hawthorne. Uh, you've got Then and Now, you've got Color and Whim, you've got Udelco, uh, where you can get some great products. You've got so many different shops in Hawthorne. And if you can't find what you like here, go to Glenrock. They've got great jewelry stores there, as they do here. They've got great bookstore there for your kids. Uh, so I encourage you to shop local. Everybody's having difficulty getting their delivery. So why go through that stress? Why deal with the malls? Shop local, support one another, and support your, lo support your local stores. All right. It is the fourth week of Advent, the last week of Advent, and we go up to Route 208, and we get a chance to talk to Pastor Howie Van Dyke as he uh, tells us his journey. Grew up in Hawthorne, Hawthorne High School graduate. Not going to tell you what class. He's going to share that during the episode. So shout out to that graduating class. And um, it's it's a really good episode. And as we get closer to Christmas, just be kind to one another. Uh, enjoy the holidays. I wish everybody a very, very Merry Christmas. And enjoy the episode, everybody. So here we are. It's the week before Christmas. Christmas is this Saturday. And and first, I do want to thank everybody that came out uh, for It's a Wonderful Life yesterday. Uh, I hope you had a good time. I hope you had as much of a good time as I did because I, I love the movie. It's my favorite movie. And I encourage you guys to go back. If you haven't heard the interview with Donna Reed's daughter and with Carolyn Grimes, who plays Zuzu, I encourage you to go back to last year's episodes, right around Christmas time a year ago. We interviewed them, and they talked about the movie. They talked about uh, Donna Reed's daughter, Mary Owen, talked about growing up, you know, with this with this uh, this wonderful wonderful history that her mother had, and and this year is her mother's would have been her mother's hundredth birthday. Uh, and I also want to thank you for going up to the drive-through nativity. If if you saw the drive-through nativity at Hawthorne Gospel, right on two hundred eight, uh, you know, I know the traffic was probably insane, and but. It's a beautiful event. If you had a chance to experience that, I'd love to, you know, just go on social media and talk about it. Talk about how beautiful it was. I mean, it really is a special event, and they put their heart and soul into putting that together every year for not just our community, for all surrounding communities. People come from all over the place to see this. So I would, uh, I would encourage you to, to share an encouraging word. And talking about Hawthorne Gospel, since this is the fourth and final week of Advent, uh, I have the honor and privilege to be sitting with Pastor Howie Van Dyke of Hawthorne Gospel Church. Pastor Howie, thank you so much for joining. Flavio, I'm very excited to be with you this Christmas season. Yeah, it's just, this is this is, you know, it, it's it's a joyous time of year, and I know that a lot of people listening, myself myself included, you know, we lost. This will be the first Christmas without my mom. Oh boy. So I, you know, there's there's pain there. So it, we're going to celebrate it by I'm going to cook one of her favorite dishes in honor for Christmas Beautiful. Eve in honor of uh, in honor of her. Uh, so, but I know that there are a lot of people that that have a hard time during this time of year. So we're going to talk about that a little Good. bit a little sure. bit That's true. a little bit later. We are in the last week of Advent. I, I'd like to ask you what what this final week leading into Christmas means for you. Well, it's a very special time, Flavio. Of course, for us as Christians. 
celebrating Christ's birth. Last Sunday, I preached here at Hawthorne on uh, the wonder of Christmas, and uh, we sing that song, It's the Most Wonderful Time of the Year. Yeah. But as you read the uh, story, the biblical account, it's just filled with wonder. You know, the shepherds were full of wonder. Mary and Joseph were full of wonder. The angels, everybody was just full of wonder. So that, that to me is probably one of the highlights of the Christmas season is just reconnecting with that wonder. We get so busy. We get so frenetic in our lives. There is a lot of sadness, a lot of loss. But uh, I would encourage everyone to reconnect with God and, and that, that wonder of his uh, sending his son to be born. Now, what, a, is, what a great story. Is there a, a favorite verse that this time of year reminds you reminds you of? Well, I I go back to the Old Testament sometimes, uh, the prophecies, and Isaiah had a beautiful prophecy, and I think we sing it uh, in the Messiah, but in the beginning of that passage, Isaiah 9, it, he writes these words. He says, The people walking in darkness have seen a great light, and on those living in the land of the shadow of death, a light has dawned. And that, to me, just encapsulates the whole Christmas season. You know, we're walking around in the darkness, yeah. whatever that might be, our, our sin, our loss, you know, our sadness, and, and God has shown a great light yeah. into our world. And then at the end, of course, it says, for to us a child is born, to us a son is given, the government will be on his shoulders, he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. And Isaiah saw it. I mean, he, he did. Saw it. He predicted it. And this is it. It's, and there it's, it is. It's happening in six days. Yes, that's exactly right. <laughs> and and you're right. I mean, so many people get caught up in the you know. I, I would, for many years we did a Charlie Brown Christmas live. A live I love Charlie Brown. Yeah, we did a live performance, and you know they talk about the commercialization of yes. Christmas, mm-hmm. and and our favorite part, of course, is when uh, is when Linus, you know, recites Luke. Yes. Oh, I love that. I get goosebumps when he does that. Yeah, yeah. And I remember just an, an aside when when Charles M. Schultz, when CBS wanted to air that, they were the first ones to air. When they wanted to air in the mid '60s, they said, "We want to air it, but we need you to take that part out." I know that. I know that story. Yeah. And he said, "Well, then you're not airing it." Yes. Because that is yes. Charlie Brown's mm-hmm. Christmas, uh, which which I, I mean, it's just if without that, it's it's empty. Yes. You know, it's it's empty. it's like the Christmas show at Radio City Music Hall. Where they do at the end of the Christmas show, one solitary life, where they just tell the life of Christ being yeah. born. It's pretty yeah. neat. And and uh, you know, again, we, we talk about it, and I know a lot of people, like we said, you know, are having a tough time now. If if they if people just are just looking for prayer, they're looking for someone to talk to. Is there is there a number that they can call just absolutely anonymously and say, I'm not going to tell you who I am. I just need prayer right now. Absolutely, we're a big prayer church. We're a Bible church. We're a prayer church. So you just call us. You know, on our regular number, 973-427-6960, and you'll get our switchboard, and they'll connect you to pastors. If it's anything more, we'll connect you to some of our ministries. That's that's what we're here for. Sometimes we're up here on the highway, and we're a little disconnected from the little borough of Hawthorne yeah, down in the yeah, valley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, we're, we're here for those kinds of things. How long, how long has Hawthorne Gospel been here? We're coming up on 100 years. 100 we started in 1925. Years. 1925. In the basement of the fire hall on Lafayette Avenue. The one, right next to Hawthorne Liquors. Yeah, that, yeah. That well, then and now is behind it. Yes, yes. Exactly. You were, you were there. That's where the Bible study started that became Hawthorne Gospel Church. What? In 1925? Yes. By Pastor Herman Broadland. Lived over on McKinley Ave in a rough garden house. 
in a rough garden house. Yes, yeah. yeah, we we had we had Fred Rough Garden on the. Uh, oh, did you really on the, on the Towncast? Yeah, I live on McKinley Ave, but not in a rough garden house, Flavio. I live <laughs> over by the gas station and the railroad tracks. <laughs> I live in a very old house. That's all I can say. Me too. <laughs> uh, wow, so 1925. I didn't realize it was that old. Mm -hmm. and, and when did it move around a little bit, or when did when did it settle here? Uh, we had then. Uh, Pastor Brolin was a great visionary leader, pastor. So they bought the land next to the firehouse, and they built a little church. It was a little great church. It's where the apartments sit now, the garden apartments oh, okay. right there on Lafayette. And, yeah, yeah. and next to the permanent structure of that church uh, was our summer pavilion. The old-timers will remember that. There was an actual uh, pavilion, a canvas pavilion with old logs, and we would have uh, hundreds and hundreds of people would come um, back in the day for Bible conference speakers, um, the number twenty-two bus would stop right at the front there wow. and drop people off. It was uh, it was quite a quite a big deal. And then Pastor Brolin again had the vision. He saw this property was up uh, for sale here. What used to be here? Nothing. It was just a kind of a dirt road before two hundred eight. The Villa Cuomo was up here. It was right, because two hundred eight bar two hundred eight stopped right at that. <clears throat> time. Yes, it did. It did. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, and so it was just woods and fields. He knew that the highway was going to be coming through. So uh, he bought this property. I think it's about 22 acres we have now. And wow. There was an interesting story in the newspaper when we bought it. Um, they had a picture of Pastor Braunlin in the Villa Cuomo, and that eventually became our Hawthorne Bible House bookstore. And oh, okay. the, the caption of the picture said, um, from beer to Bibles. <laughs> they went from selling beer <laughs> right, in the Villa right. Cuomo to now they're selling Bibles in the Hawthorne Bible House bookstore. Wow. <laughs> wow I didn't realize it was that old. Yeah. 1925. Yeah. And so, you know, clearly it's grown over the years. And, yes. and and I have to say, the one thing that I that I do love, the many things that I love, I, I you know, he's come here for many years, played played softball on one of your, one of your softball teams. I think we were actually on the same team at one point. We might have been. <laughs> I wasn't any good though. <laughs> uh, I love the signs that are on the. Sure, thank you. I love the signs that are on, the sign that's on 208. That's my sign, Flavio. Is it really? I'm the sign pastor, yes. Are you really? I have to do that every every Friday. I do that sign. I Is that it. right? Yeah, the guys on maintenance change it, but I have to give them my... What's so put up there? It's, uh, I have that pressure on me right now. To, right now, it's comfort and joy mm. from the uh, Christmas carol, but I don't know what I'm going to do yet for Christmas week. So you're the one that comes up with that. Look um, at that, guys. Now, for all the times that you've passed it, how long have you been the sign pastor? Oh, for many years, Flavio. Wow, I'd now listen, for those of you who are listening, I only have 21 spaces. So if you have a sign and you want to submit it to me, feel free to do that. But I only have 21 slots, so I can't have a big, long okay. message on this. 21 slots, and that includes a space. Yes, so if there's more spaces, than one word. Sure. So, so you have to slots. be very precise and very succinct. Now, if they do have something they want to share with you, can they email that to you? Yeah, sure. Yeah. What's the email? Pastor just? Howie, one word, H-O-W-I-E, at Hawthorne Gospel. One word, dot org. That's awesome. Now, don't hate me if I don't put your sign up, okay? <laughs> uh, yeah, that's one. Th I mean, I always love that. I always love that. Yeah, it's people, just... I've had so many wonderful comments from people over the years. Yeah. They just, they're writing, and it just touches their heart. It's a God thing, you know. They're, they're, they've experienced something that day, that week, that month, and, and there's the sign, and they're like, wow, you know, and they'll send a little note or yeah. give a call or something. Yeah, no, I love it. Uh, so here, so now we're going into Advent. Um, I want to talk a little bit about your services, and then I want to get into your background because sure. I, I want to know sure. uh, more about you. Sure. Uh, services coming up for Christmas. Yes, Christmas Eve we have our two beautiful candlelight services. I know many folks from town come. They've been telling me they're planning on coming. 
um, 3 o'clock and 5 o'clock. They're okay. identical services. And candlelight services, every, it's all candlelight? Yes. Well, it, we'll have our regular lights too, but there's a lot of candles to yeah. just add to I the carols and the singing. And it's just, we tell the Christmas story. And we, do, we go through the Advent candle too. We'll, we'll do that. So, yeah, it's, it's a great family tradition for many people to come. And, and the times again? 3 o'clock and 5 o'clock. So, so, you know, if you're looking for, and I like that it's at 3 o'clock because you could still have Christmas Eve dinner. Yeah, yeah, that's what a lot of people do. Yeah, so rather than having it at 7 o'clock in the middle of everything and then you can't get anybody to come, uh, it's nice that you have it set up that way. Uh, so, you know, I encourage you guys, if you're looking for a place to go, we've had, we've had other churches uh, the past few weeks. Uh, you know Hawthorne Gospel right on Route 208. Uh, you know, if you want to just come and look, do you guys stream? You guys have live stream. Those will probably be streamed. I can't say that for sure. We do live stream our service on Sunday morning and Sunday night. You do okay. the regular services, but uh, uh, I'm sure we'll be doing it for Christmas Eve. So let's talk about that as well. So, so your services on Sundays are? We have three services. Uh, they're pretty much the same. Uh, maybe it might be different speakers and pastors preaching, but uh, eight twenty-five, nine fifty-five, and eleven twenty-five three different ones. You can't go on the zeros. Yeah, we can't. We, we were, but then we needed, us pastors, we talked too much, so we needed another the five minutes. The extra five minutes, right? <laughs> and then we have a, a pretty cool service at night. We call it Sundays at 5. That's a very casual service. That's a different uh, series, different theme, different speakers. And if they go to hawthorngospel.org, they can they can tap see in. all of that, yes. So again, if, you know, for, for those of you that you know, that are concerned, that don't want to get out, don't want to be, in, you know, with, with a lot of other people around you, you can still watch the services. Mm-hmm. And I recommend also, if you know people that can't get out, that they're not able to get out, uh, elderly people, people that are infirmed, and, and they still want to participate in a service, this is a great opportunity to do that. If you go to hawthorngospel.org, uh, they can participate most likely in the Christmas Eve service, but certainly on Sunday services. Mm-hmm. So let me ask you, where... Did you grow up in Hawthorne? Yes. I, I, Born and raised. Other than I bleed, now I bleed Hawthorne Christian Academy Defender Red room. <laughs> but for many, all my years, I've been a bear. You know, I, I grew up in Hawthorne Public Schools, lived up, I went to Washington School, I uh, went to Roosevelt School, and then proud graduate of Hawthorne High School, best class ever, 1970. All right, there shout you go, out. Flavio. I'm shout giving out, you my age. Shout out to the class of 70. <laughs> there's, a, there's a bunch of guys on here that are listening that... <laughs> That are from that class. So, it was a great one. Yeah. So you guys, you guys had, I mean, athletically. Oh, we were fabulous. Yeah. I could never stay with the teams; they were so good. But we had a phenomenal football team, phenomenal basketball team. We were good. Yeah. Who the who's the coaches? Who were the coaches at the time? Well, Ed O'Connor was awesome. Basketball. He was our coach for years and years in yeah. basketball. He's a great man. And then we had, um, you know, Vital and Penna and Demeo, all those guys, and, and I guess Rotella probably came in there too. Yeah. At yeah. some point. Class of 1970. So, so you grew up in Hawthorne, graduated class of 70. Uh, did you go to, go to college after that? Yeah, I went to Muckler State. I was a commuter student over at Muckler. What were you studying? I studied to be a teacher. I have my uh, teaching certification, K-12 through social studies, English. So you were ready. Your, your goal was to... Uh, I was ready, and there wasn't a teaching job within 100 miles of here. <laughs> it was the 70s. There were no children being born. The, the schools were laying off teachers, and... Perfect timing. Yeah, I, I, my timing is impeccable, but there wasn't a teaching job anywhere. <laughs> what made you want to get into teaching? Um, Did your parents, is anybody in your family? No, my dad was an entrepreneur. We were talking, my dad owned Howie's Corner Store on uh, 
on Central Ave. Right on Central old, and Forest? Yeah, that was my dad's store, Howie's Corner Store. Oh, the place that's salt and pepper. Uh, salt, yeah, pepper salt and pepper ketchup right pepper now. now. Yeah, yeah, SBK. yeah. yeah. I wow. might have served you coffee there or a buttered hard roll. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But that, my dad was a. Uh, my mom worked for the Hawthorne Board of Education. She worked for Dr. Spirito for many years. Okay. Mm-hmm. She was a secretary. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. How long but, has he been there? Dr. Spirito. This is Rick Spirito, his son, who's the superintendent now. Wow. Okay, I'm, tr- I'm trying to get. I'm for. trying to get Rick Spirito yeah. on the. Uh, oh yeah, you should get him cast. on. Yeah, He's a yeah. great guy. Yeah. So his his dad was. He was the superintendent of schools. Wow. So that's in the family. Yes, it is. So, and he's a homegrown guy. So it's it's really nice, as we were talking about Hawthorne, to have a homegrown, you know, superintendent and a guy who really loves Hawthorne. And yeah, uh, sometimes those guys jump around a lot. You know, the superintendents, but yeah. he seems real committed to Hawthorne. Yeah, well, that's that's the other that's a you know one of the many many things I love about this town is is the commitment to the community. Yes, and and you get that when you talk to you know Chief Nepper. Yes, graduated my graduating really? class. Really? Yeah, oh, yeah, class yeah. I was just with Chief Nepper the other night. Yeah, and and you know you and so you talk to all these people that and you know and, and some people have moved out try to try to look at the world outside of Hawthorne mm-hmm. and then they don't like it. Yeah, come right back. Yeah, it's a great <laughs> great little town. I was just at. The borough council meeting Wednesday night, where everyone was saying goodbye to Mayor Goldberg. Yeah, his he's last retiring, one. and he's a Hawthorne guy, you know, born and bred. And yeah. I went to school with his his brother Bob. We were in class. Oh, is that together, right? Class of seventy. Yep. Yeah. And he has a phrase, Flavio, that I love to use, and I know you agree with it. And he calls Hawthorne the hidden gem of Passaic County. Absolutely, it's, it's a great little town. Yeah, it is. It is. It's. Uh, I mean, we you know, world class park, and 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 it's interesting when I. Because I, I had a couple of people that uh, on the Towncast that had just moved to town to get their perspective. Uh, first, they were just looking for a cheaper place than than Glenrock and Fairlawn. Right, a lot cheaper. Uh, and then when they, you know, when they were looking around, there's you know also cheaper than Hawthorne. But when they were looking around and they saw what Hawthorne had to offer, uh, you know, I mean the the park is mm. outstanding and the, and Passaic spectacular. County, the park, the Passaic County uh, Park Commission has just done an incredible yep. job fixing it up. Uh, so, so you're going to get into teaching. You can't find a job. <laughs> so my dad had a he had a butcher shop in Patterson at the time, and my grandfather, God bless him, he he's, he cornered the Oscar Mayer sales rep one day, and he said, "Hey, my grandson's just graduating college, and he's he's looking for a job." And the Oscar Mayer rep said, "Hey, well, tell him to come on down. We'll interview him." And uh, the rest is history. Really, I, I started selling bologna. <laughs> so when seven, if someone said you're full of baloney, yes, that's yeah, me. you really were. That's me. <laughs> and of course, I wish I were an Oscar Mayer wiener, yeah. one of the great jingles of all time. So I worked for them, and it was a it was a great great experience. I worked for them for about three years or so, and uh, I was newly married and worked all the all the different sales areas around here. And then they promoted us out to uh, Wilkes-Barre Scranton, so we lived out there. And oh wow! I took care of the Acme Market account. Okay, so you you actually did leave Hawthorne for a little while. Yeah, yep. And and it, when I when we moved to uh, Wilkesbury area, um, there had always been people who had planted seeds in my life here at Hawthorne. Uh, youth pastors, Pastor Richmond. I had a great college pastor, Dave Krentel. Uh, I went to school here at Hawthorne Evening Bible School on Monday nights. We have a great Bible school, and there was just this little thing in the back of my mind. They always were telling me. Why don't you think about the ministry? Why don't you think about going into doing that? So I said, you know what? I told my wife, I said, let's go. And I found uh, Western Seminary out in Portland, Oregon. My poor wife, she cried every day on Route 80 Flavio <laughs> on the way out there in our Plymouth Filari station wagon. Did you drive? You drove We drove out. out we moved wow. out there, left all our family and friends. And uh, it was probably the greatest 
for me, I'll, I'll speak for myself, it was really a great, we were out there about seven years. Wow. Um, our kids were born out there. So and the, I love my seminary. I absolutely love my seminary experience. How long was seminary? About three years. I extended it to four, maybe. But in the meantime, I worked for Eastern Airlines when I was out there. So oh. I picked up a job with Eastern Airlines. So free, that was very Free good. air travel. Yeah, free air travel, and nobody out west knew You're Eastern Airlines. You're the entrepreneur. Airlines. Yes, but, but here in the East Coast, everybody knew Eastern at that time. You know, there were oh, fan yes. clubs They're for huge. Eastern Airlines. And uh, so I worked for Eastern Airlines out in Portland. And I think Eastern became Continental. You're exactly right. Continental became United. You're exactly right. And then who yeah. knows what's going to happen. Yeah, mold that. people express, people's express in there, too. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so did you, were you preaching out in Oregon? Or? Nope, no, nope. I was just... Uh, you know, raising little babies and, and flying. trying to, uh, well, I was working on the ramp. I was cleaning airplanes. Oh, I was working okay. at the ticket counter. I did everything but fly them. Oh, gotcha. Okay. <laughs> All right. But it was a great experience working with people. So what really brought fun. you back to? Well, it was that seat again. It was that little um, thing. I said, you know, the airlines are pretty volatile. You know, you're up yeah. and down, you're laid off, you're, you're there. And so I said, I now wanted to couple my seminary experience with my sales experience. And I said, let's put the two together. And I started exploring Christian publishing. And I eventually okay. landed a job with Zondervan Publishing House. Uh, they're a Christian publisher out of Grand Rapids. They're now owned by HarperCollins. Wow. And they had an opening here in the Northeast. And my sales manager, when he was hiring me, he said, Howie, we're hiring you because we couldn't find anybody else who was willing to work in the Northeast. Cause it's <laughs> such an awful area. So we're going to send you. So we got to come back home to Hawthorne. Wow, and that's, that's awesome. when we... Uh, we, we bought our little house on... Uh, what year did you come back? Um, 89. Okay. Uh, 80, no, 84. 84 we 84. came back. Yeah, 84. And I, I, I worked from Delaware to Maine. That was my territory. Was wow. A lot, of, a lot of wonderful people, booksellers. All my bookstores are probably gone now, though. Yeah. Very sad to me, Flavio. Yeah. All the booksellers that I called on are probably all closed. And so many of them. So, I mean... You know, we had we had well read in Hawthorne. That yes, was, oh, I love that was gone. Oh, and that's yeah. why we had we had Curious Reader on on the Glenrock Towncast. And mm-hmm. again, guys, if if you haven't already subscribed to the Glenrock Towncast, I encourage you to do that because it's such a small. T- there's there's a yellow line on Lincoln Avenue that divides our towns, mm-hmm. so there's nothing to cross over and support one another. Yep. Uh, and we had the Curious Reader on. Oh, that's a great bookstore. Talking to yep. them as well, and and. You know, it's easy to get online. I do it. I know. I'm, I'm guilty of it as well. Me too. It's easy to get online. You can do it on your phone. Mm-hmm. They've made it And the so next easy. day it's on your front porch. But the, the thing I like to point to point out to people is that, if you know, the, the local businesses in town, they're the ones that are supporting the Cubs, yes. all the baseball teams. Yes, yes. They're the ones that are supporting the athletics organizations that, yeah. that are town supporting. schools, sure, yeah, all that. that. You know, and, and Amazon's not shelling out any money to Hawthorne. <laughs> no, they're not. So, I loved Well Read. I really miss Well Read. Yeah, they were great people. Mm-hmm. Also lived in Glenrock. Yes, lived in Glenrock. Great people. Um, my daughters again as a, as a tangent. Uh, my daughters when they were little, they would have uh, poetry slams. Yes, sure. And I my, remember that. My yeah. daughters would participate. Mm-hmm. Yep. They'd go up there. They were like ten and eleven, yeah. twelve and thirteen. They'd write their poems. I had two friends that would come up there. Uh, the uh, the list girls would come up and join them. They were a wonderful part of the community. Yeah, yeah. So. You know, and care. That's why I always harp on on encouraging small business. You know, supporting small business because once they're gone, they're gone. Yes. And I feel like that's happened with a lot of the bookstores. Is, yeah. Is, and 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 I'm thankful that Barnes and Noble, in terms of a large scale, is still able to survive. Exactly. Me too. So I hang out on my day off. Yeah. You'll find me in the stacks of Barnes and Noble. Yeah. Or at the Hawthorne Library. Love our library. Yeah. Yeah. Another gem in, mm-hmm. in town. Uh, so how long were you doing the sales? 
I, I did Zondervan for about four years, I think, and it was having a lot of fun. Uh, but it was a lot of travel. Now my kids are getting a little older. It's hard. And, uh, you know, they're starting Little League. They're playing for uh, PBA with Jack Ferrari and, you know, um, Paul's Motors and the guys. And I'm away. So I was doing so much here at church that one day Pastor John took me out to lunch and he said, why don't you come on staff here? And it was almost a seamless transition. It was, I was sad to leave Zondervan because I developed a lot of good friendships there, both with the people I worked for and the people I worked in the bookstores. But I just kind of slid right over. I was the family, um, pastor of family ministries when I came on staff here. And that was Pastor Minima. 30 right? plus years ago. That was Pastor Minima. Yeah, Pastor Minima. He was, he was just starting out. He'd been here a couple of years. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I think he started, I think Again, he started the rest like 86, around that yeah. time, 85, 86. So uh, I went from selling bologna, Flavio, to selling Bibles, <laughs> and now I'm a pastor. You stayed in the bees, <laughs> yes. you stayed in the bees. <laughs> uh, so, so how was it? How was that transition for you? It was pretty seamless. It was pretty wonderful because I was uh, involved in the church board here. I was involved in the, our Bible school on Monday nights. So it was, uh, it was a pretty seamless transition. I'd grown up in the church, gotten saved in the church. Uh, all those good memories were here. So yeah. I knew a lot of people back then. It's changed a lot, as everything else has. You yeah, know? yeah. A lot of people have passed on, so yeah. it's different today. But and I know, I know for some people, it's it's intimidating. I mean, when you when you, you know, for someone that's looking for a church, it is intimidating. Big church can be that way. Yeah, mm-hmm. but but the nice thing is that you do have, like you like you mentioned, that five p.m. service. Yeah. Uh, we have our Bible school on Monday nights, which is really terrific. We've got, we have a grief share group around the holidays. People oh, let's talk about that. Struggle with the grief of losing a loved one. My sister, my wife just lost her sister around Thanksgiving, uh, so it, it's a wonderful group. They meet on Thursday nights. Do, is there that? Is there information on the website? Mm-hmm. Grief share, it's called. Grief share. Yeah, grief share. Yeah. So again, for you guys listening that that are you know struggling this time, I know a lot of people post on social media. It's a great opportunity to to sit with other people that are going through similar pain and sharing that. They're very pain kind. With They're very caring. It's a wonderful ministry. Yeah, and it's not just for the holidays. I mean, no, that's an ongoing. We do thing. special things for the holidays because we know how that hits people. Yeah, it's tough. Uh, but this year, because of COVID, we we didn't we weren't able to do one of our very special services we used to do. I would speak at it. We do candle lightings and sing carols and remember nice. remember the loved ones and very one of my highlights of my christmas season but it'll be back next year well what i do is and and uh and what what i do at what i started last year this past february february march uh, is you know i'm a big movie 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 yes. buff so every year we watch the oscars we'll, we we had oscar parties for many many years uh, we dress up when the kids were younger. Wow, you are a movie buff. They would, they would. I would be the MC. They would, you know. I'd interview them. We'd have a red carpet, which was which was comprised of red <laughs> construction paper, and and you know they always had the in memoriam. Yes. So I, all those who had died right yeah, the previous year. Yeah. So I started. I started that this past January, February. I think it was February, and I'm going to do that again next year for for anybody that's perished. Uh, friends, families from town. Oh, that's a great idea. To at least that's very special, and, Flavio. Yeah, because it it is it. You never, you know, you never, never goes away. No, it never goes away. I see that as a great part of my ministry now. I, you know, I, with COVID, there were Tough. too many funerals, yeah. um, and just 
a generation passing away, you know, the greatest generation, and we call them, and uh, I'm pretty good friends with uh, Mike Forche over at Browning Forche, sure. so a lot of times if there's a, a person in town who passes and they need a pastor, you know, he'll call me, and I see that as a tremendous helping, caring ministry to yeah. the family. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, it's it's been a tough it's been a tough couple of years. Yeah, you know when mm-hmm. we lost my mom, we didn't lose her to COVID last last December. Um, you know she you know she just her body gave out on her. Yes, and in talking to her, you know and, and trying you know because I I did record her for for a future episode of the Towncast before oh, she passed. Great idea. And and you know she grew up she grew up in Milan. She grew up during World okay. War Two, so oh, she was wow. a child. She was like ten, twelve years wow. old. Wow. History when, in the making. When, when they were bombing yes. Milan. Yes. And it was the Americans bombing Milan and yes. the English and the Trying British. Trying to get the Nazis out. Yeah. yeah. So, and so she, you know, as a child, she saw, she saw the Germans walking around. They'd yeah. give her candy. You yeah. know, they were, so she couldn't understand it. And, you know, she couldn't understand why when, when the Americans finally marched through, why everybody was applauding and cheering. Mm-hmm. She didn't get that side Liberation. of it. Liberation. Yeah. She just thought, you know, I was Freedom. Getting, they were giving me candy. You yes. took them away. Yeah. And so she's sharing these stories, and like you said, it was the greatest generation. What yeah. they went through yes. and what they lived through. Yeah. Uh, so you know, I'm hoping one of these days, what I want to do is, and we're going to do this in 2022. I'm going to commit to it. I'm committing to it publicly right now to all you guys. Is I want to I want to set up a forum where we get, you know, veterans or we get older people in the same room with younger people, and we and they ask questions. That's fabulous. You know, we just do an open forum and get them talking to one another. You know, how was it growing up in Hawthorne when you yep. were young, you know? Like like most people don't know that 208 stopped. There was no highway. Right. It was, it was a, dirt, a dirt road. It was a dirt road. Yeah. And people hung out and played and yeah. rode their dirt bikes. Yeah, and, picnicked and everything, hiked. Yeah, so... The ravine was there. And, so so getting to understand what they went through and then, you know, and then and having the kids share. I'd love for, for those people to ask the children, what are you going through right mm-hmm. now? Like, what are your toughest mm-hmm. things? Um, well, one of the one of the joys of my life the last few years has been uh, working with Mayor Goldberg on the Fallen Heroes street dedications. Yeah. Where oh, have, do you work? Have, you work with him? On yeah. Oh, he asked wonderful. me to pray at those ceremonies, oh, and it's awesome. a very special. We we gather on a street corner. HPD comes by and closes off the street, and uh, we have a gun salute, and and we have memories. Um, Small Town Big Sacrifice is the name of the book, and Paul Chaperko wrote it. Really? And so he's going through, you should interview Paul Chaperko. Wow. Um, we go through all those who have lost their lives in Hawthorne, and it was a little town, like we've been saying, but a lot of people in World War One, World War Two, yeah. lost their lives defending their country. And when you hear their stories, it's very moving. What's very, the name of that book? Moving. Small Town Big Sacrifice. It's a great book. I highly recommend it to you. Big sacrifice. Oh yeah, yeah. Listen, look it, look it up, and uh, you know, see which local bookstores have it. If you can't, then you know. You can find it if you Google it. You'll find it. Uh, so Mayor Goldberg took it on as as mayor. He said, "I want to honor these people." That's know, awesome. Who were from Hawthorne, and they and so you get to see the old house where they grew up. Right. You know, and that's where they left to go to war, and then they never came back. And and that's when you when you dedicate the street. It's you're the right street there. That they grew you're up. You're right on. there. Yeah. yeah you're that's right beautiful. There. It's very moving. Yeah, I, I haven't, I haven't, every time that happens, I'm out of town. Yeah. So I, I've been wanting to get to those, but I love the fact that, that they're doing that. That The families love it. It brings wonderful closure, and it, 
it makes them proud to know yeah. that people care about their well, and then distant loved family one can sacrifice. come. Yeah, they come from it. all over the country to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we we did uh, in 2013. My my father passed. We took his ashes to Sicily, uh-huh. in his hometown, uh, and and his oldest his older sister was uh, Mother Superior at, at, a, at a convent. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So she did the ceremony, went to the cemetery. Oh, that's great. And, and I always heard this, this myth, this rumor, that somewhere in Santa Croce, Sicily, there is a street named after distant cousins of ours uh-huh. called, uh, I think it was Fratelli Romeo, Via Fratelli Romeo, brother, Romeo Brothers. And they had, you know, they had defended. They had, they'd been in the war when, yes. when they were being attacked. Yeah, Sicily always gets attacked. Yes, uh, and they fought. They fought the <coughs> resistance, and so they named the street after them. So we're we're there's nowhere on the map, and we're standing there in the big piazza in town. And, and the town is a postage stand. Mm-hmm. It's very small. There's a big piazza in the middle. That was the town, and there's always a church there. Yes. So we're standing there, and we're waiting, we're looking around, and so I'm asking people if they ever heard, you know, heard of the street, and and. Nobody had heard of the street, so we end up looking up, and we were on the street. We were standing on the street. How great is that? And and there, there was a sign up there, Via Fratelli Romeo. That's your aha moment. That was the aha yeah, moment. So cool so because of that, I've always wanted to go to these dedications yes. and, and and see that it's it's a beautiful. Th- Did he start that? Mayor Goldberg yes. started that. Mm-hmm. He and Paul Chaperco, they they were looking at the monuments out in front of Borough Hall yeah, there yeah. with all the people that had lost their lives, and uh, the mayor made a commitment. He said, "I want to start dedicating." streets to these people we don't want to forget them yeah. and their sacrifice that's awesome and paul wrote a great book yeah i, I would definitely i'll definitely get a hold of paul yeah i'd be uh i'd love to get him on see what inspired he's him got to a do lot that. of stories all right so back to back to hawthorne gospel here you are um i'd like to talk about what kind of outreach programs you guys do what, sure. what, what what opportunities you have you know for people that just want to volunteer sure sure we, we it usually comes out of our ministry so we have a, a men's ministry uh, for any guys that want to get involved, you know, they fellowship, they hang out, they do Bible studies, and then they help people. They'll help widows, they'll help single moms, they'll, they'll just go out to their homes, you know, rake leaves, do home improvements. So oh, nice. it, it funnels through that way. Uh, we have a, a very vibrant women's ministry here uh, for the ladies. And they again, they have seminars, conferences, Bible studies. And out of that, they have a, a really, a, it's it's reborn again, resurrected a meal ministry to people who, you know, shut-ins, people who have babies, people who are sick, nice. uh, who can't get out, and uh, we, the, the women of our church will make some pretty fabulous meals, and, and then we bring them to those people. So th- those are two ways that uh, we out- do outreach. Desire for Hope is here at our church. They go into Patterson um, every week, and they serve uh, food to the people in Patterson, the homeless. They reach out to them, uh, very involved in addictions, drug addiction so if anybody wants to get involved in you know reaching out to that part of our community uh, they can do that's called desire for hope so yeah if you check our website you'll see a lot of different uh, areas that we can you can get involved in to reach out and to serve to volunteer yeah and I, and I know you know it's a lot of people have it, it's, it's been at such a difficult time and a lot of people sure have financial has. financial mm-hmm. difficulties but if you if you do have a heart for serving or you want to volunteer can they can they find something on the website? Oh yeah, can they call sure, the office. Sure, sure. Women's ministry, men's ministry, desire for hope, grief share is the other one that we, yeah. we talked about. They're they're all reaching out to people. We have our, our Christian school 
you know, which is, is doing quite well. They have a lot of outreach over there, too. Yeah, well, I know. Kids. Shane, Shane loved it here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. he loved it here. They're, they're involved. I, I don't know if they're doing it this year, Flavio, but they've been very involved in the food bank in Hawthorne. You know, the yeah. kids would collect for the holidays. They collect tons and tons of food, and then we'd and take it down there. And, it's and great when you it. teach kids at that age yes. to serve because yes. the, because you, you develop that heart for serving. and they, This generation needs that. They need to understand yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. So, you know, if you guys have questions, you can call 973-427-6960, and you can ask them. You know, if you can you can ask them for prayer, certainly, but you can ask them, listen, I, I, I don't have any money. I can't donate, but I want to donate time. I have time. How can I help? How can I, you know, serve the community through your church? Um, I mean, who's not open to that? Right, right. <laughs> uh so if if uh, if you were to leave, if you were to leave the uh, the listeners with a, a Christmas message, uh, what would you what would you say to them? I I probably circle around back to that little passage I read there from the prophet Isaiah, the old Jewish prophet, you know, where he talked about people wandering around in darkness. That that dog hunts for me, Flavio. Yeah. We all face the darkness. We're all in at one time or another. We're in darkness and. And God loved us so much that he was willing to bring a great light into our world. And that light is that, that little baby that was born in Bethlehem. That's our yeah. Savior, Christ the King, you know. And it's so hard. That's it's, the message. It's so hard to see. It's so hard to see that when you're in the darkness. Yes, it is. It is. And, and that's that, why we need each other. That's, yeah. that's why all you're saying is very true. We need, we need to reach out. We need to be part of our town. We need to have fellowship. And one thing that COVID has done, it's really... It's really divided us. It's really isolated us. Yeah. You have to be very careful with that because that then leads to anxiety and depression and, and all oh, those yeah. things and the well, darkness. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, now now depression and anxiety among children. All-time highs, yes. It's among terrible. Among children. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, you spend a year and a half at home or yeah, a year at home. Yeah, lockdown, Zoom. Yeah, and then, then you have masks. Mm-hmm. And it's, 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 These are strange, difficult times. But don't just don't forget this Christmas season, that, that wonderful light of, of God's love that that he shared with us in his one and only son. Yeah. And when you look at the Christmas story, and probably a lot of your listeners know it, um, you know, you, you see the shepherds were just, you know, gaga over it. The angels came, the angels were singing, and they brought the light, and the shepherds ran to the light. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, Mary and Joseph, I don't know what they thought, thinking yeah. that little stable in Bethlehem with all these things going on around them. What have we done here? What's going on? Right. What are all these people doing? Yes. Why is it? Why are they yeah. staring at us? Change the world. <laughs> and Change why can't why can't world. we have a comfortable bed? That's right. That's right. And why can't we just get some sleep and be quiet? <laughs> Every parent wants that, don't they? Yeah, yeah. You, you tend to forget that they were human beings. Yes, that they were people. Yes. You know, so you try to put yourself in their position. It's like, what's going? The on? The one that blows my mind is the, the Virgin Mary. You know, obviously, I'm a male. I'm not a female. But what must have been going through her head? You oh, know, yeah. how how did this happen? You know, how how am I giving birth to this very special child? Yeah. You know, well, I'm then, a virgin. And then but, all the people around her saying, yeah, right, sure you're a virgin. Right, yeah. yeah all sure the that. slings and arrows she must have faced oh, for that. Oh, I, I can't even imagine. Yeah. Very special person. Yeah. Well, I want to wish you, uh, your congregation, your family, I want to wish you a very, very Merry Christmas. Thank you, Flavio. Right uh, back at you from Hawthorne yeah. Gospel Church family. Thank and you. And the Van Dyke family. Yeah, thank you. And did you, it, was your family related to the... It was a Van Dyke ice cream, wasn't there an ice cream? Oh, you have to bring that up at the end, don't you? Is that, that was is, my grandfather's cousin. It was, Yeah, okay. back in the day. He's long gone, and it's another family that owns it now. But 
fabulous ice cream over I know there. there's a lot of Van Dyke things around. Well, over on Golfo Road, that's my cousin Bob. Okay. Van Dyke Park Place. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. He's, he's been a big supporter of Hawthorne and has a beautiful, beautiful nursing home over there. Yeah, yeah. Very important part of the town. Well, I mean, did, was he involved with Hawthorne? With the, uh, What's the one on on the top? All these names escape me now. The one on the top of Golfo Road, the, the 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 big Christian Healthcare. Christian Healthcare. Yeah, Center. Christian Health. It's called now. Uh, we've all been involved in that because it's yeah. a huge Christian ministry. Yeah, we. Yeah, our yeah. church has a good relationship with Doug Strike and the, his team over there. At Christian well, my Health. my mom worked there for almost oh, good. almost yeah. twenty years. Yeah, a lot of our people work there. It's a tremendous yeah, it's great tremendously facility. respected um, ministry it for. Is. Psychiatric, they're they're redoing their psych their psych hospital there yeah, around Fall Ridge. Um, they have great geriatric care, memory care. They, they do a wonderful job up there. Well, and they were always sweet to my mom, mm-hmm. and, and we had talked to her, you know, in her in her last couple of years, we had talked to them about you know possibly bringing her up there, yes. and they just opened their arms and said, they're, "That's that's who they are. That's yeah, how they amazing. roll." Yeah, it was and it's isn't that just you know they touch on Hawthorne, you know Van Dyke Park Place is Hawthorne. Again, it just adds to the, the goodness and the greatness of, of our little town. Yeah, yeah. The borough of Hawthorne. Well, I want to thank you guys. Listen, I want to wish everybody listening a, uh, a very Merry Christmas. Yes, me too. A happy holidays, a, a wonderful new year. And, you know, again, if, if, if you're looking for prayer, you're looking for support, all the churches that we've had on uh, are, are reaching out to you guys, you mm-hmm. know, for anybody that needs it. And, and, again, I encourage you to call 973-427-6960. Uh, you can ask for Pastor Howie. You can ask for anybody that uh, they've got a whole prayer team here, and it's and any pastor. Yeah, any pastor would be happy to pray with them. Yeah, and it, and the it's and and again, I, I love the fact that you guys have that grief share. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's what a what a resource. Yes, it is. It yeah. Is. So, have a wonderful Christmas, everybody, and uh, and we'll talk to you in between in between Christmas and New Year's. We're going to have somebody on that is going to tell us how to kind of stick to our resolutions because <laughs> oh that's a good one flavio i like that because we all you know we always i know for me it's always that just 10 more pounds 15 <laughs> more pounds so we're going to talk to somebody that's going to help us do that and uh, i wish everybody a great holiday and and thank you again pastor thank you I flavio really god bless you god bless you and too. god bless the borough yeah all right be well everybody